And if you'll open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 22, I will show you that thought, and I think that will lead us into our prayer time pretty well. I think many of us are familiar with the story in Genesis 22 about Abraham. Of course, by this time, he was an old man. And God had made a promise to Abraham that he was going to be the father of a son. And biologically, with his age and his wife's age, this was an impossibility for this to happen. But God had nonetheless assured him that he and his wife Sarah would have a son and that through that son, God would uh, form a nation, the nation of Israel. And time went by, years went by. In fact, 25 years went by before this son was born, and of course the son's name was Isaac. Now put yourself in Abraham's shoes. Here you are, uh, what well, the time Isaac was born, you're 100 years old, and now Isaac is a teenager, so you're way on up there now, and all your adult life you have prayed for a child, you've waited for this promise to be fulfilled, and now God gave you a son. And so it would have been easy for Abraham to do what many of us do, and that is sometimes we get more excited about the blessings of God than we do about God himself. And so sometimes we'll pray for this or for that, and God gives it to us, and we're so excited about it, if we're not careful, we can almost get our focus more on what God has given us, maybe on what God has done for us, than on who God is. And so God decided that he was going to give Abraham a test. And in this test, it was going to be revealed where Abraham's ultimate allegiance really was. Was it on God? Was the highest love of Abraham's heart God? Or was it on the blessings of God? And so the test is recorded in Genesis chapter 22. And let's just look at it tonight, beginning in verse number 1. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Now, that's a strange thing God has said. He said, I want you to take your son and sacrifice him on a particular mountain just like you would sacrifice an animal. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will come back to you. Now we read in the book of Hebrews that Abraham was expecting after he had sacrificed Isaac for God to raise him back to life again because Abraham knew that God was the giver of life. And so in Abraham's mind, he's going to the altar, he's going to sacrifice his son, and then God is going to bring him back. And both of them, Abraham and Isaac, will come and worship God. Verse 6, so Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hands and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide. Say those three words with me. God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. 
Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. Now watch this. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mountain of the Lord... It shall be provided. Now, when Abraham named that place, the Lord will provide, the literal name for that is Jehovah Jireh. And so Abraham has come to this mountain. He's laid his son out to sacrifice. He's taken the knife. He's about to make the sacrifice. God spoke to him, said, don't do it. Now I know that you love me. You fear me. You treasure our relationship even more than this blessing of your son that I've given you. And so now you don't have to sacrifice your son. The whole thing was a test. But Abraham named this place Jehovah Jireh, and he said, On the mountain of the Lord it shall be provided. Now here's the thought I want to just give you tonight, and then we're going to pray. All of us in our lives have different needs. We have spiritual needs. We have physical needs. We have emotional needs. We have relationship needs. We have financial needs. We have all kind of needs. Even in our uh, reduced crowd tonight with the holiday weekend, even in this gathering tonight, there are needs. And so the thing that I want you to see tonight and the thing God wants all of us to see tonight is that we serve a God who not only forgives our sins and saves our souls, but we serve a God who has promised to meet our needs. And his name, one of the names of God, is Jehovah Jireh. And the thing that Abraham learned in his life was that if he was in the right place, that is, on this particular mountain where God had told him to go, and if he was doing the exact thing that God had told him to do, that God would meet that need and that God would provide for him. Now, the interesting thing is God provided in a different way than Abraham had expected. Abraham was thinking, I'll sacrifice my son and God will raise him back. God was thinking, once I see you're willing to sacrifice your son, you don't even have to do it. I'll provide a ram. It'll be caught in the brush out there. And you take that ram and that ram can be sacrificed. And that ram, of course, is a picture of Jesus because he was sacrificed in our place. But the point I'm making tonight is Jehovah Jireh means that if we are in the right place in our lives... Doing what God has called us to do, God has promised that He will always provide for our needs. Now, again, He may not provide exactly how we think He will. He may not even provide how, he, how we wish He would. But the promise is that God will provide. And so what I want us to do tonight is just to take a few minutes, and we'll just kind of let the Spirit lead on this. And I'm going to ask Carrie to come and just play just very quiet background music. And I don't even want you to stand up for this time. I want you just to remain seated. And I want you just to pray about any need that you have in your life right now. Again, it could be in any of those categories that I've mentioned or something altogether different. But you need God to do something for you. I spoke to a lady as I was coming in the worship center tonight. She's been battling a serious medical condition. 
And she said, John, it's my first time to be in a church service in over seven months. And she said, I came tonight to pray that God would complete his healing in my life. And so she's here. And so certainly when we begin to pray, she's praying about that. You may have a different need. You may choose during this time of prayer to come to this altar right here. In fact, I hope some of you will because we have a lot of these prayer requests. That, at least a few of them tonight have been put out. People have, have, have recorded these requests in hopes that someone would pray for them. But I want us to take 10 minutes or so and just pray. Pray that God would provide for you, for your family, that God would provide in our church for what we need to reach this community, that God would provide us with wisdom, that God would provide us with all the things we need, the health and strength we need to serve Him, and that God would just meet whatever needs are represented here tonight. So heads bowed and eyes closed. If you want to come pray at the altar, you do that. And in about 10 minutes or so, I'll come and we'll wrap this prayer time up and we'll shift into our praise time and we'll thank God in advance for answering these prayers and for meeting our needs.